Welcome to the Diary of an Author podcast. I'm your host, Amy Sudo. Join me as I explore the art of writing, what it means to be a modern author, and how to travel the world as a digital nomad. If you want to stay updated on the latest tips and insights into the world of writing, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and visit amysudo.com for more. In today's episode, we'll cover weekend read recommendations, including Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, and Cold War Kid's new album. Let's dive in. Hello, happy November world. I've been writing my millennial underground this story for NaNoWriMo, and in classic national novel writing month form, I'm behind. I don't have an outline or anything. I'm just writing it every day and seeing what happens. You'll find cameos of singer-songwriters out here as well as mixed-media storytelling. It's been super fun to write, and I hope you enjoy my caffeine-addled rough drafts. But a huge part of the writing process is not just output, but input. What are you reading, experiencing, absorbing? I wanted to also capture that and share some of the interesting things I'm checking out in case you want to do the same. So this is my new series, Weekend Read, where I do a roundup of some of my favorite watches, reads, and memes so you know what to spend your weekend checking out. This series is inspired by my time as an assistant where we all had to diligently watch and read things over the weekend and then present them to the company and or our bosses. Except here on this blog, there are no rules and I can just say I like this because it was good okay. And that holds up in the metaphorical court of my own opinion. Blogging is great. Long live blogs. First off, Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill. I say this completely unironically. Ronan Farrow is my hero. His reporting on Weinstein helped to not only take down a predator, but it also empowered a generation of women to stand up for ourselves in our lives and workplaces. He gave a platform to the brave survivors who put everything on the line to speak out. These stories also started a domino effect of the Me Too movement and is making workplaces safer for everyone. What's bonkers, though, is the incredible uphill battle Pharaoh went through to get this published, from Black Cube operatives that had been former Mossad to being followed and his phone being tracked to getting shut down by NBC because of what was going on within their walls. It's a miracle this story came out at all. It's also a testament to all the reporters who came before Pharaoh who helped to build the foundation he would draw from when putting this story together. This book reads like a spy thriller with page-turning twists, but has incredibly poignant moments of heart. A great piece of investigative reporting and also a look into what it's like to chase that white whale of the story that sets off everything else. A must-read even if you think you knew everything about the Weinstein case. It's also a reminder why we must continue to support women in the workplace. Now I'm going to talk about Trevor Noah's Born a Crime. I know, I know, I know I'm way behind on reading Trevor Noah's autobiography, Born a Crime. Don't at me. Or do, but do it on Twitter, now X, where all reasonable scholarly discourse takes place. As someone who ghostwrites memoirs, I love reading a good memoir. This was on my list for a long time, and I finally got to it, and it really is that good. First, you have to listen to the audiobook narrated by Noah himself. It's really great. His book follows what it was like to grow up in apartheid in South Africa and examines issues like race, class, and family in ways that are deftly funny. His anecdotes are a joy to listen to and also will have you re-examining your own beliefs. I don't want to spoil anything, but this is both a thoughtful and feel-good read, so put it on when you're stuck in traffic and need a reason to smile. News articles that have affected me. There was an article in the LA Times titled, How Hollywood Boulevard Superman Ended Up Homeless and Dead in the Valley, is a tough one to read, but it's important. It tackles something I've been talking about with my peers lately. When we come out here, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed with our dreams and our thirst to learn and experience, we never think that failure is an option. We never think that we could lose it all. 
This story dives into the sad truth of Los Angeles. Christopher Dennis had been the star of a 2007 documentary, Confessions of a Superhero. I just watched it again this week for the first time since it came out and felt the poignancy of the opening line from Dennis. Hollywood is a place where dreams are made and dreams are broken. For every story of a star that is born, there's a story of a star that dies, stamped out by the rising rents, by a string of bad luck, by a lack of support, but not a lack of trying or even sometimes a lack of talent or kindness. One of the ongoing discussions I've been having with friends is this concept of how do we holistically foster talent in the city in a way that allows everyone to have a fair shot? Is this even possible? How can we make a more humane city? We don't know, but we're asking these questions anyways. Now for my music section. If you don't cry to Cold War Kids' song, Beyond the Pale, I don't think we can be friends. Regardless of the way you express emotions, you should check out Cold War Kids' new album, New Age Norms 1. It's the first in a trilogy of albums, which is the only trilogy I will ever stand for here on my blog. I've always been a fan of Cold War Kids and their ability to make music that can be driving and sexy and chaotic, so tied up dirt in my eyes hang me up to dry, while also being deeply tragic and messy. Beyond the Pale, Can We Hang On, Hospital Beds, We Used to Vacation. My favorite stanza from Beyond the Pale, In the Dark, and you're lighting me up with a spark, and I said too many secrets, now I'm lost, but I don't want to fall for you because I've already got somebody, somebody waiting, parting words for the weekend. Trauma is not your fault, but healing is your responsibility. Thought catalog, probably. But on a more serious note, I've been thinking more about what it means to heal from past trauma or challenges and how it's our job to tend to our own mental health for the sake of those around us as well as for our own futures. When things are hard, we need to talk about it. To friends, therapists, family, preferably not social media, but you do you. If the way you work through hardship is to string together elaborate memes or make the world's most complex TikTok, go for it and be sure to tag me. I'm lucky I have friends who remind me of this, and consider this blog post your reminder to go and call up someone if you're going through something. If any of my friends are reading this, you know you can call me anytime if you ever need to talk at all, ever. Okay, readers, you're all my friends, but I'm addressing those specifically who have my phone number. Everybody else can use the people's phone line, aka Twitter. Do what you need for your own sanity this week, okay? The only self-care that matters is the kind that allows you to heal. Have a great weekend, everybody. In this episode, we explored Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, Trevor Noah's Born a Crime, and Cold War Kids' new album. This podcast is powered by Wondercraft AI, a text-to-speech tool that you can train to speak in your voice to easily generate podcast episodes, voiceovers for blogs, newsletters, YouTube videos, you name it. To get 50% off your Wondercraft AI subscription, go to the link in the show notes or use my code SUDO50 at checkout, and that is S-U-T-O-5-0, or go to the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe or visit my website, amysudo.com, for more. And I'll catch you in the next one.